Oh, shit. Damn. Shut up. Just kill my ears. <laughs> now I'm completely deaf. <laughs> Yo. Damn, I, I don't even know when to come in because this shit's so goddamn <laughs> loud in my head. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. This is Ty Stone, a.k.a. The Elephant in the Room, coming to you from Baba oh Tree Studios. I know, I can't even do the intro right now, but I'm just going to go with I'm it. all the way yeah. down. <laughs> anyway, this all is Bridgeforth and Stone, Episode 7, coming to you from Baba Tree Studios in the heart of New Haven, Connecticut. This is the podcast where we talk about movies, comics, and any else, anything else we damn well please, from an urban perspective. Sitting next to me is the man who needs no introduction, my partner in crime. I'm going to let him do his thing. What's going on? This is uh, Harold Bridgeforth, a.k.a. H-Capture, a.k.a. Oh Renaissance Man, a.k.a. God. Big North, a.k.a. Scoop, a.k.a. Oh, <laughs> Why do I even bother? Why? <laughs> Why do I bother? I'm trying to go. I'm trying to get in a positive mindset. <laughs> it is a positive it's rough day. right now. It's, it, right it's, now, so it's hard out to, here to be a pimp, right? Trying to be uh, positive right now. So. We got to. We, we, we do what we got to do. Oh, by the way, if you were watching us on Facebook, thank you very much. I appreciate you, all of y'all. And this is, again, like I stated before, this is episode seven. Episode seven. Episode seven. Wow. We are almost to the uh, decade mark, right? We just haven't been doing it for 10 years, but we've been close to that 10 number, Mm -hmm. which is pretty cool. Building a nice little following. And I'm enjoying the ride. I'm enjoying the people. I'm enjoying everything we're doing. Mm -hmm. It just can only get better. So let's catch up a little bit before we get into the news. What you been up to? Um, just this week is really, really crazy. There's a whole bunch of stuff coming up, family stuff. So, um, just, just working the same thing. Just trying to get through the week. Yeah. Uh, this week is, will be rough because, you know, there's some things that are happening family wise. So we'll see what happens and it is what it is. And besides the, uh, the bullshit that, that you know, <laughs> <laughs> the world's going through. Besides that, besides you know, that, everything was great. Everything was great, but, you know, it's nothing. This is presidential We got news around. <laughs> We're not even going to talk about Next question. Again, oh, yeah. shit, did I hit record on that? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> I think you did. Yeah, I think I did. I think you did. Yeah, you I think did. I did. Yeah. Uh, the engineer is going to come through. Uh, Space Odyssey is going to come through Space and take a look at take a look and see if it's recording. It should have a little red button. I just yeah, want to make on. sure. It's on. Yeah. So, hey, yeah. so anybody that listens to the podcast, you get that good, 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 good. So, thanks for asking how I've been. Well, I appreciate it, buddy. Dick. I don't even know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> so, how was your life? Oh, my life. No, everything is great, man. Yeah. You know, meeting new people. I see your new hat, so. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I got to I gotta support people. You should just do that every week. Just wear a different hat. Yo, you know what? I should, and I'm going to try to. I'm going to wear every a different week. shirt. You wear a different hat. Well, I hope you wear a different shirt. Nah. Stinky best. I'm going to just wear every shirt. <laughs> same drawers, everything. Just, just come in. Just come in. Straight, Good thing I don't wear drawers. Straight trash. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Free. <laughs> no, but no, seriously, the week has been great besides that one day. But yeah, the, day we, the, <laughs> the day we do not mention. <laughs> but other than that, the week has been fantastic. You know, I get oh, my goodness. making better connections with friends and mm-hmm. learning new things and really, really focusing and honing in on this whole cinematography life. I want to get better and better at that. And not to mention 
getting the band back again. I think we mentioned this last week about mm-hmm. the whole Foster thing mm-hmm. and being able to talk to the lead star junior. And he's yeah. game with everything that we're doing and getting this all ready to go. Mm-hmm. So it's people are just waiting for, for this to happen. Yeah, so that, that's that's pretty cool. I know I'm probably so. losing some of you guys when I turn on Facebook, but whatever. Other than that, that's pretty that's pretty much it. My week has been straight. I'm looking forward to the weekend mm-hmm. and just keep learning and growing. Other than that, I'm good. Cool, cool. So. You want to move on to the news? Yeah, we'll go right Let's move it. on to the news, people. So what this is called is the Spotlight mm-hmm. News. This is where Harold and I scour through a lot of stuff that's on the Internet. And what we find that is important for from each of us, mm-hmm. and we let you know. So, Harold, what, what was important to you and you would like people to know about? Uh, so the two main things uh, I want to cater to film uh, and possibly music are the Hollywood Film Awards. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Soul Train Awards. Um, Soul <laughs> Train. Anyway. Rest in peace. <laughs> uh, yes, but uh, you know Hollywood Awards. Uh, it's good to see films and different things get noticed uh, amongst their peers, along with uh, you know just getting a feedback from some things that we maybe we didn't see directly. I didn't see a couple of movies, so it was great to see some feedback from those stars. Um, and it's always good to you know to just research. The craft of uh, people, so you know, definitely reach out. I'm online. I, I, you know, I checked up, you know, photos and history of the the uh, Hollywood Film Awards, um, uh, and the list of the honorees and things like that. And then also, uh, just getting the open uh, opening for the Soul Train Awards. For one thing that I saw with the awards is like, you know, y- everyone could have their own opinion about this guy. Uh, but Drake is uh he's everywhere. This dude is like he's competing with himself. Look, there's his countless hustle. Th- in like eight different categories, he's competing against himself. It's his hustle, man. It's, it's, I know it's, people it's, it's you crazy. can't you can't shit on a man's hustle. Like, you know, the guy he is what it is and you know, everyone has their opinion about him, but y- you know, you gotta put respect where it's due. This dude is everywhere, yo. He's of everywhere. Like you know, it is what it is. So um shout out to everyone that's a part of the uh, Soul Training Music Awards. Um, definitely uh, shout out, uh, you know, Mike Bibb, the whole uh, New Edition fam. That's fam right there. So um, I saw, you know, some pictures of them. Um, definitely uh, nominees and things like that performing. Um, also with the Hollywood Film Awards, um, there's a couple of different people that got acknowledged. One of them uh, was for, what was the film? Um, with, uh, see, see. My man doesn't always come with notes. No, I don't. Prepared. He just I likes don't. to scroll. Right off the head. Just right go off, off the, the dome. Uh, just like, just like ah. regular people. Just, just, you know. just eat up time. Uh, but the cast <laughs> is straight out, straight out of Compton. Um, that was great. A, that movie. was a good shout out. Really good movie. Um, that was noticed. Uh, and then also the the host himself, uh, James Gordon or James Corden. Um, the guy's been everywhere now. He's getting more exposure. That guy. Yep. Um, so shout out to him. Um, but yeah, you know that that was one of the major things I saw. Uh, you know, definitely look up the uh, Hollywood Film Awards and uh, Soul Train Awards, um, and that's all I got for the news right now. Oh, that's besides the bullshit, but yeah, <laughs> besides the bullshit. Yeah, but I keep saying that, and y'all yeah, know exactly. That's everyone knows. Yeah, we don't have to go into too deep into <laughs> it. Besides the bullshit. So, what do I have that I find interesting that I think y'all should know about? And I do have my. My notes, my my handy dandy. Today. Well, today this is this today. You have <laughs> this is today. what's big. What day are we on? We're on the ninth, right? Two days ago. N- no, we're on the tenth. No, we're not. We're on the ninth. 
What are we on? It's the tenth. What the fuck? I'm all. Where are you at? I know. See? Where am I at? See, talking about my notes. What decade <laughs> are you in? <laughs> so three days ago, in seven, if all of you big ass Mass Effect fans know, Mass Effect, the trailer to Andromeda dropped. Andromeda, dropped. which looks fucking dope. Andromeda, <laughs> this dude. I'm so looking forward to this game. It won't drop until 2017, but still. The game looks amazing. Even though it wasn't any gameplay, but the cinematic trailers are awesome. You know how EA does it. But if you look at the screenshot, go just go anywhere on YouTube, and we will have a link in our description on the, our YouTube page or where to find an, a, a link to the to the trailer. But go oh, yeah, yeah. watch that trailer. It is absolutely awesome. It's just a killer killer thing, and I can't not wait. Also, I downloaded the. Demo to the new Pokemon game. That's really why I'm rocking this this hat, everybody. So, yeah, go check out the new Pokemon on the DS. Pokemon Fever. Holla! But that's pretty much what I got for the news is the Andromeda trailer and Pokemon, which is looking pretty cool, which has got a, a boatload of leaks out there. So just get your hand on a copy and go <laughs> catch them all. You know what I'm talking about? Mm. So that's it for the news, and we're going to move on to uh, chime in. Go ahead. To so let everybody know what the chime in is. Chime in is basically we bring up a topic, and we want to get feedback from the audience and our viewers, subscribers, so on. Uh, so the chime in, it, from my perspective, is um, the PS4 Pro. Um, is <laughs> oh, it that needed? dropped too. Yeah. I forgot that's yeah. part of the news. That some bitch just See, dropped. You just skipped all that, but Fuck yeah. That. Anyway, go ahead. So, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> the PS4 Pro uh, just came out. So all of you that got the PS4, uh, my question is: if well, it doesn't really pertain to everyone that has a PS4, but those who have it, they have a better uh, perspective because now they have something to compare it to. Yeah. Um, what is it? Is it needed? Is it was a system needed, or is it just a money maker for PlayStation? That's my question to uh, those who have PS4. Um, obviously, if you don't know what the PS4 Pro is, the PS4 Pro is the upgraded version of the PS4. It has uh, a better graphics card, so That's the visuals it. are a little bit more clear. Um, it has more storage. Um, its visual design is a little bit different as a third column um, or a third row, um, and it's known, or at least Ideal is uh, for 4K gaming. Well, <coughs> I'm going to have to back you up with that uh, because the 4K gaming isn't true 4K. Yeah. Well, so yeah. it's it's a it's literally but that's what upgrade. they're going to sell. They're, they're going to sell it on that market. But the thing is, is that, that I've followed this one and the people will pay attention to it. Yeah, they will drop that 4K, and then when you go home and the thing looks like straight yeah. ass dookie, um, you're going to be like, what the fuck? This isn't 4K because it really isn't. You need to know. I rather for people to know, dude. It's not true 4K. And I, I want, I, I also want people to know that true 4K is expensive for a console to do, because if you, if you look how much a PC has to do mm -hmm. for 4K, for companies like Microsoft and and Sony to do this, I'm not saying that it can't be done on a console. It's just it's, to do it to a price point where consumers want it to do everything and massage their feet plus be $200. Mm. It's, it's just not feasible. But the 4K, there are games that are that have made like <clears throat> The Last of Us looks mm. amazing on it because mm. it was built for that. And you have the new Tomb Raider, which is 
which well, is awesome. Well, that's the thing. They're, not all these the, games. The looks. consoles themselves are able. That's what. That's what this new wave of consoles it's, are, it's, they're trying to aim for, is that they're going to be able to do 4K because in the future 4K will be the the typical. But you better have. Let me tell you. Also, educate you people on this. If you're going to get a 4K gaming console, you better have your cords 4K, and your television. Yeah. Because if you get a four, if you have 4K 1080, it's Oh wow, it looks beautiful. It's still up resin, dude. The mm-hmm. 4K Pro, which eventually I probably will get because I'm just a goober like that and I'll end up buying it. And then I'll take your four, but it's all right. Yeah, anyway. You already had that contract we signed. Ha- <laughs> so you still haven't handed happen. over that bread yet. It doesn't matter. You have got to hand that shit over. Anyway. Free. But but yeah, the what I think are my opinions on this whole mm-hmm. PS Pro thing and the Xbox Scorpio, which comes out next year. Mm-hmm. I think because both consoles, when you, if you look back to the 360 and the PS3, mm-hmm. those some bitch consoles had an eight, almost ten year lifespan. Exactly, they went way too long. The tech was way old, so they came out with, so they needed something. So they came out with the PS4 and the Xbox One. Mm-hmm. So they do that, and not within, not even within a year. It's actually been three years. It's yep. actually it's been three years. Uh, this November will be actually three years for both consoles. Oh yeah, I, I got them on yeah, launch date. Right. That's yeah. the only reason why. Yeah, but three years. So they it's as if they took this the Apple mm-hmm. and Samsung route, mm-hmm. or we're gonna come up with a new console. But I think Phil Spencer, who's the head of the division for Microsoft and the Xbox, said he's not he doesn't see that as a trend for Microsoft mm-hmm. because they're making this this whatever. But for Sony, I don't know exactly what they're doing, but you had tech even coming into these new consoles, the new generation, that was already old once it came out. Because To me, again, like well, I said. that's how technology is, though. But no, what, uh, but the, but what I'm saying, would, on the gaming aspect, I get technology gets old quick. Mm. But you had such a long life cycle with something. Mm. Your R&D team creates this. So when you put it out, mm. your tech is already behind because you waited so long. So, okay, we need something to refresh. Mm. Because VR came really quick. It, but, but I don't. I don't even see that really taking off t- right now. It, it hasn't done what people expected it to do. But it will if they. But it's still in the early stages. Exactly. But it will. But the thing is, you want you need a console and you need all these other things to catch up. And well, you, 4K gaming is something. But the PlayStation 4 didn't mm-hmm. have 4K gaming. It has upscaling. It's not 4K. They even it didn't come out 4K. So now that 4K is going to, I will say in the next year and a half to two years. I'm, I'm and I'm being very generous. To be the norm, mm-hmm. that's what you need. But You're that's what I'm behind. saying. They're gonna. They're Is it a money grab? They're just like anything else. Like that. That's my question for those who are playing or those who bought the first system. Do you feel like you have any justice from them building another system, and then more likely they build another one? They built how many Xbox? They had the Xbox Scorpion coming out or Scorpio coming out, and they just built uh, the sli- Xbox Slim. The Slim. The, well, so the Slim. The Slim. <laughs> the the Slim. I think. I, I, I think the Slim was the version that should have came out in the yeah, beginning. Yeah, the first one. But that's. But again, but that's it a was typical just, Xbox. But it was typical Microsoft. But the, but you got to understand the, the Xbox One when it first launched, it was supposed to be something totally different. That's with the whole TV bullshit mm-hmm. and all that stuff like that. But when and that did not take off because of the stupid connect and all that other bullshit didn't take off. Tried to make money. Microsoft was like, oh fuck, we um this isn't selling. It's not selling, it's not doing anything. So we have to reevaluate reevaluate to what we're doing. Anyway, what I'm I could go on a little bit longer on this shit for having both houses. The only reason why I don't see it as a money grab is because Sony or Microsoft aren't forcing you to upgrade. It's not an up it's not a force upgrade. It's it's what like Apple. Well, no, Apple doesn't force you to yeah, upgrade. They do. Apple, starts glitching. Look, 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 look. Believe me, 
It does. I, I know they do, but here's the thing. Both companies, even if you look at the way Samsung You're does out it, of storage. If you look at the way Samsung <laughs> and Apple do it, they release two different types of phones. Regardless, the phone at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, I give you that. I give you that. They, so they, they do. Yeah, they, they, they release you, that. Yeah. You don't have to buy the the upper echelon. People do it to say that they have it. I'm buying the PS4 Pro because I'm just a goober like that. I don't need it. The PS4 alone is still a great console. And just like the Xbox One, I didn't. I want the S. Don't get me wrong. I would love the S. But knowing that the Scorpio is coming out next year, but that's I'm my, going to get the Scorpio. But that's why. That's my question. All these systems that they put out, especially you know, even from this when I'm looking up, I'm looking up PS4 and then the PS4 Pro. What is the need? Besides just a different look, it doesn't look that much different. It's a little wider. It has a third column, but what? It's able to play 4K, it, and, and the processor it, is in faster. the graphic card. Well, you can also do stuff at some well, some games on the just a regular PS. Mm -hmm. it, it chugs at their frame rate. But again, that's yeah. But that's something that's very very minuscule in but, terms of. But when you're playing when you're playing first person shooters and stuff like that, that's huge. When you have frame rate, look at Battlefield One and and Call of Duty. Mm -hmm. Hell, even Dishonored that drops that dropped this week. Mm -hmm. The the thing is, is that what these companies are attempting to do is to rival a PC, which you'll never do. But you're doing that. You're in that I PC don't know realm. I'm gonna say never do that. But are you kidding me? You can't. You're not gonna rival. Ah, you can't. These because things are almost like that no, already. They're not even close. In you're terabyte. in a closed system. Come on. What are you talking about, terabyte, Come dude? On. The, have you, you seen that, you in the video card graphic card? Not for the price point, dude. You're not for the price point. But you're not going to be able to catch up with a PC because you can constantly upgrade a PC. A PlayStation and an Xbox are in a closed system. But you have to think about that could be that could be a a, a marketing tool not, that they could be, use. They don't they don't gamers. want you to have to not for basic not gamers be able to do that. Because what when you're a console, you're buying something at a specific price point. If I wanted to drop a G Note, I'm not going to buy a PlayStation 4 or an Xbox One. I'm just going to buy a PC and do it that it's way. Just a, it's just the thought of saying, well, right now, they're not that's, what we, are, that's Dog, what we they're are. They're not going to think keep about, up with a Think about back in the day. You had, you had Sega Genesis. And, you a, had and a PC Nintendo. always outdid it. Yeah, but you didn't, have a, you didn't have a PC that people particularly played PC video games on. Are you fucking kidding it. me? No, there wasn't. PC was king. No, there wasn't. No, you're... All my let me see, I'm gonna put this PC out there. All was my not king, all yo the fact depends that depends on the games that you play. Dog, the fact that I the fact that I have to when I'm playing online with people that I have to sit here and listen to fucking PC master races all the time. <laughs> Everybody knows. That, first of all, games are built off of PCs, and the fact that people bullshit get pissed mm -hmm. and cry because Grand Theft Auto wasn't on the PC for crying out loud. Mm -hmm. But I to say that PC doesn't have an edge and will always have an edge over the consoles. That's a lie. I don't. I don't. It all depends. It's right on there. The, it but anyway, y'all put in the comments what y'all think on that because that uh, we're, so this is a, getting long a, in the it's tooth. A, it's a conversation. This, this is getting long in the going. tooth. And this is something I could talk about for a while. But again, I love both consoles. I'm a nerd for that kind of stuff. So I will. You're talking to the person that will upgrade constantly mm -hmm. because that's what I do. But for the regular Joe Schmo person mm -hmm. that's not into it as much as like I am, I don't personally see them having to upgrade unless you don't have a PS4 or uh -huh. an Xbox as is. If you don't have a PS4. Go with the pro because mm -hmm. you might as well just go ahead and get the get the top of the echelon. Don't don't downgrade and get the, the just regular PS4. Mm -hmm. If you have the bread, get the PS Pro. If you mm -hmm. don't have one of those systems, mm -hmm. and it's vice versa with the Xbox. If you have an Xbox One and you want to upgrade <laughs> to the Slim, go right ahead. But I would just say just, just wait, wait. Yeah, to till 2017 when the Scorpio comes out. And mm -hmm. if you're on the fence and you don't have the Xbox One or the Slim and you really are itching. 
I would say go with the slim because of what it, it's capable to do future proof. But if you can wait to see what Sony's gonna or what Microsoft's gonna announce after E3, freaking go ahead and, and wait for the Scorpio. But again, if you don't have a PlayStation 4, go with the Pro. If you don't have an Xbox One, go with the Slim. If you have an Xbox One and just want the Slim for whatever, do whatever you want. But those are what that's just my opinion. It's but just, anybody else just, it's just it's, I know that that's the direction that they're for. They're gonna eventually be forcing you to go that direction. Why? They didn't, they didn't force because that's gonna be the t- almost a standard. You're away from the microphone. Yeah, but it's gonna be it's gonna be almost a standard right now. Even I'm looking at some of the video. But like I said, that you can go on forever. But that's the question for chime in for me. Well, you got one. Nah, man. I was just going off of what you had. So no. I guess we well, get to yeah chime in. But it's a good like I said. But it really you, is. You it's can understand. Topic. It's a good. It's, it's, it's a topic, a really good that topic. Everyone is very, very. You know, they have their own ability. You know, their their own thought behind it. And it's you know, it's just a question for me. Some people are like, oh, they're pro PlayStation or pro Xbox, or some of them are just like, oh, I just Man, want a boy. system. Right now, it's like you kind of. It all depends on the library you like. But do I think it's money grabbing? No, I think it's business. And I, and but as gamers, we look at it. Oh, they're trying to take my money. Here's the thing: they're not forcing you to upgrade, regardless. Mm-hmm. They're not forcing to. Where I saw as a forced upgrade is when you have the if you have a 360 mm-hmm. and you're bitching that they're not making any games. games yeah. It's 10 years old. Yeah, it's time to upgrade. They didn't that that's an upgrade. But when a company comes out and letting you know that you do not have to upgrade, but this is for those people that do the small five to ten percent of people that do upgrade mm-hmm. constantly mm-hmm. that's what that's for but and again on those that don't have a playstation or an xbox then it's nothing wrong with that you i don't at one point now if all of a sudden if sony came out with the ps5 <laughs> at e3 they don't be like what the fuck sony that right there that's a money grab because you could have just waited and sat on that shit and let everybody just go with the ps5 this is literally a ps4.5 mm-hmm. which i think in the next year and a half to two years the real PS5, PS5. Will, will come out. And then we're like, yo, that's just dumb. I'm still going to buy it, but it's dumb. But that's what I'm saying. You think <laughs> about it. Think about it. That's exactly my question. They would put it, they put it out. If they said tomorrow we're going to make a PS5, I guarantee some people would be pissed. PS Pro, and they'd be like, I just spent all this money, but I'm going to get it. <laughs> but that's, a, but that's, but a, I'm gonna but get that's it. a small majority. That's a small yeah, amount of people. But again, it, it, yeah, this is actually yeah. a really good topic. So those just people that are watching and listening to the podcast, let us know what you think. Is the PS Pro and the Scorpio, even though it comes out 2017, is Microsoft and Sony looking for a money grab, or do you think it's an added upgrade? Yeah. And it, please really respond yeah. smart, and because stupid responses and trying to fight and get into ignorant conversations yeah, will be blocked, un, it's and, and it's, it's unneeded, it's and that's just not how we roll. So be a positive about your responses and ha- and and have fun with it, yeah. but. I guess we get to move on to the big part, what everybody's been waiting for this week. Whoa, 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 wait, 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 wait a minute. Oh, am I, am I too we, early? Yeah, you're too early. We, what? Why? Let's, Why am let's I pump early? our brakes. Um, <sighs> we're doing yeah. the review first. Review? review? First. Yes. Oh, I did so, get a chance to review. You probably okay. didn't. I didn't. But, I didn't go. Uh, I didn't go <laughs> see that. I didn't go see that. So what? So I went out. I was originally going <laughs> yeah, to go. Hold on. Stop, 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 stop. <laughs> you send me a movie to see <laughs> and tell me to go see it when I didn't have time to see you it. Said you you didn't even go see it. see it. You were going to see you it. You were going to see it, but you didn't so, tell me another movie to go so see So I took, well, <laughs> feel like this. I was asked. I was asked by the family. So I went. I did a daddy day. I did a daddy oh, day. I took the cute. kids. I took my, um, my daughter, my, my youngest, or the middle. 
<laughs> not middle. <laughs> Which one is it? Yeah. The middle middle? <laughs> <laughs> middle, middle, middle. <laughs> the, the middle, middle, no, middle. The middle, kid. middle, kid. Uh, and, and her uh, cousin uh, to go see Trolls. So we went yeah, to go see oh, Trolls. Yeah. Oh, gonna, oh. How can you get mad at a family movie, man? You have no heart. No heart. <laughs> you got a Pikachu hat on. <laughs> right? So we went so we went and we saw uh with you know my me and my wife and my daughter and uh our cousin. Um you know, they're like they're like you know, best friends. Yeah. So we went out there, we had a good time. I saw uh Trolls and for those of you that grew up in probably 2000 era, 99, 2000s, um, Trolls was a huge thing. But it was it early. Was it was a huge early, thing. Man. Yeah, it was early. But I'm saying if you grew up in that time, I'm not trying to date myself, but, you know, 90s <laughs> and 2000s, <laughs> you know, you know about the Trolls, and the Trolls were like a collector's item. So you would have them. You'd be playing with them with the erasers. They had different colors and stuff right. like that. Right, right. So when we went to the movies, it kind of was like a nostalgic moment. I was like, oh, it kind of brought me back. I see the kids playing with the trolls and it's a big thing and to me it was like it was a it's 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 really fascinating to see a project or a product that someone probably put a lot of heart into was so big at one point and then died and now all of a sudden it's a huge thing like it's like they got the number one song on iTunes it it was sold out more than one uh theater when we got there we had to go take another uh spot and it's no competing with out. what you call it? no th- what do you mean doctor strange is out there's plenty of movies that were out, but I'm talking about a movie for kids that are specific. Yeah, but it went right back. Well, you know, it, it's gonna you're gonna get hit with certain things, but you know that was that was one of the movies so that can, I was like, can okay. I get to the can we get to the review part of this bullshit? No, no, we're gonna. We'll, <laughs> oh, okay, so review. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're gonna keep so, talking about it. So to me, so to me, the movie was it's a definite go see with the kids. It's not. It, I'm not. We're not always here to review, you know, murder movies and things like that. But to me. <laughs> <laughs> maybe not maybe not me you know. <laughs> but to me it was a good family movie you know going to take the kids out they're gonna laugh they're gonna dance you're gonna sing they're gonna have fun um you know you're gonna spend some time with the kids and uh definitely go see i would say it, you know i got i gave it two thumbs up it was a good story it had more than just you know the kids running around or any joking things like that it was a good film um visually it was really good uh, it's it's animation, so um, you're gonna deal with that. The soundtrack is pretty awesome, and the storyline itself has a lot of uh, continuity. So it's a it's a good it's a good little uh, movie. I think it deserves all the credit. It's it has a uh, 6.7 on IMDb. You got a oh, 73. That's, that's on Rotten Tomatoes. I don't even know if we really consider following them anymore. But it's hold on, Rotten Tomato does yeah. not make. That it's an algorithm, people. Yeah, but I don't believe it. It's an algorithm of it's people. Like the, it's like the, the, the ballots. I don't believe it. Yo, it's an algorithm of things from critics. Rotten Tomato it. does not review anything. I don't, I don't trust any of it. Anyway. But anyway, uh, shout out to DreamWorks. It's a definite go-see. No, they uh, ain't go paying see. you, dog. Uh, definite go-see. <laughs> not yet. Uh, <laughs> definite go-see. Uh, check it out uh, and bring the kids. That's my review. Of course. Trolls. Of course. You know what? I'm going to pack the cat in a bag and we're going to go see it. Go check it out. It's good for you. Good for you. What'd you say? It wasn't really meant for them. It was just me being <laughs> really, really low. <laughs> All I was saying was that um, I'm going to take my cat, put it in a bag, and go see <laughs> go see trolls. I might leave my cat there. Watch Peter. Peter. <laughs> Peter's going to hit me. You going to put your cat in a bag? <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, can we can we move on to what's okay, actually now we can interesting? But no, seriously, I'm just joking with you. If it's a good family movie, go yeah. see Trolls. Yeah, it's a good movie. If you got a family, yeah, go, go check see it them. Out. If you don't have a family, go see it. I'm not, but go see it. Yeah. Because Bridgeforce said so. Check it out. Anyway, so can we move on to what's really, really killing it up? What we're about to do right now is The Clash. <laughs> the Clash. So do you want to you want to take this one or do you want me to explain to people what the clash is? Um, you can you can explain it if you. Oh, like. goody! Let me tell y'all what the clash. Anyway. It doesn't matter. Let me tell anyway. y'all what the clash is. So during the week, we Harold and I come up with a little battle called the clash. So it's a one v one of a character. It could be an animated character, mm-hmm. a fictional. Ca- they're all fictional characters yeah. as, as it is, but it's who would win in a battle, wits, whatever. So. Today's epic battle is. Well, I'm gonna let me let me let me let me get this up because some of y'all some of y'all I understand are really big fanboys because I'm a fanboy of this, and I'm gonna let Harold introduce this thing because I just introduced the class. I'm gonna let Harold kick it off with who he decides to throw in the ring in the clash. So, Mister Bridgeforth, you let me know <laughs> who you putting in for the clash. So, for most people that have any type of uh, knowledge with anime, you will know the name Afro Samurai. Afro Samurai! Afro Samurai! So Afro Samurai Afro! Afro! (laughs) Everybody, if you you watch the show, if you watch the series, you would know that comment. Afro! (laughs) So uh, Afro Samurai is actually uh, a series written... Um, from No No Ho, I guess from September nineteen eighty nine to May two thousand. Pause. Uh, <laughs> inspired by Akasaki Love and Soul and Hip Hop music Which and is- American media. It also incorporated uh definite uh Wu Tang member Riza. Yep. Um which was one of the deciding factors I even wanted to look at it or watch it. And then the also ins- it also involves Samuel Jackson as the lead. Hey, hey y'all. All <laughs> <laughs> oh, waving. There's like 30, 30 people walking. Yeah, we got people walking by us while we were doing our podcast. So, uh, hello to everybody out there in New Haven. Shout out. Uh, but it is it is a manga. Um, it also uh, surrounds a story between uh, a young boy that sees uh, his father um, get uh, murdered. Um, he becomes vengeful, goes after the uh, the person that actually killed his father. And there is a combination between um, some magic, some uh, martial arts, and uh, some, um, I guess, love. There is love in in the in the storyline. There is, but it's actually uh, really good yeah, it's a it's a very good broken down story. It has a lot of different complex pieces to it. There are two, I guess, considered two seasons to it. One is Afro Samurai. One is Afro Samurai Resurrection. Um, but definitely uh, is my character to put in the mix. He has a wide range of different abilities, um, especially based on the uh, first series completion is when he gets uh, the number one headband. Number one headband, for those of you who do not know, is basically uh, a power strip, just like a regular headband. But the number one headband actually uh, is owned by the fiercest fighter in the world. Um, It allows you to have godlike powers. And the only person that is able to get the number one headband is the number two. Uh, there's two headbands that are in existence, or at least two that uh, most people want. 
Um, the number two is the only level that can compete with the number one, but the number two is the only number headband that can be challenged by any other person. So put it short story, number one can sit on the throne waiting for number two. Number two can be challenged by anyone. Anyone can try to snatch it from you, take it from you, kill you, and, and grab it to go against number one. And it's a battle to get number one because once you get number one, you're basically unstoppable. So that's uh, my character I throw into the ring. Shout out to Afro Samurai. And uh, who are you bringing? I just, before we go to my character, <coughs> can you please let me know some of his abilities and what he can do? With Afro Samurai? Yeah. So uh, besides, like I said, it all depends on I don't uh, care about the, the level. But without, but without he's the number headband. Two. But he is a number two. But but you don't he doesn't have you know so much power as a number two. Number one is is but really yeah, what, yeah, what he needs. But, but yeah, let me just get some um, of For number two, he's he's a typical martial artist. He's obviously uh, highly skilled, and he's known for samurai sword. Um, he's fought in plenty of fighters over and over and over again. He's fought in all different levels of fighters, yeah. but he is a typical person. He doesn't have like any mutant ability or anything like that. Um, he has some knowledge with. Um, magic and things like that, but nothing uh, superior. The only range of ability that he is able to fight the number one at one level to get the number one headband. So uh, my standard for Afro would be um, uh, he, ne he never quits. He's been able to successfully beat countless different warriors. Um, he has a fighting spirit that doesn't allow him to quit in terms of uh, any battle. And uh, typically, once he got the number one headman, he was unstoppable. He got kind of like bored uh, just dealing with it. And that's typically the irony of getting it. So. <coughs> well, that's a really good tosser. I, I, do, <coughs> I do like the person that you picked because I really enjoyed the anime. Mm -hmm. I also the visuals are very, very uh, stunning, too. Yeah, the visuals, the art style of the, the whole style, entire yep. anime was just mm -hmm. boss. It was mm -hmm. amazing. Yeah, I've used an old right there. It is mm -hmm. really good show. <coughs> yeah, really studio good under what? Gonzo? Everything. Gonzo yeah. Studio? Gonzo. Mm -hmm. Gonzo. Was <laughs> which is really good. So that is actually a really good character. Mm -hmm. <coughs> so I had to scour a little bit. I had to do some of the research. I was like, who, who, who could take on Afro? Mm -hmm. Who could take on the man? Then I thought, I'm gonna just throw this man in the ring, and I know he's see what some, happens. some some characters people might know and some mm. don't, but that's what we're here for. Mm -hmm. We're here to educate y'all on mm -hmm. these characters that you might not never know. Mm. Anyway, <clears throat> got the Afro voice, but <laughs> <laughs> hey, Afro. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, my character to throw into the ring to take on Afro Samurai mm -hmm. is Kaliki Rung. Ooh, who is that? Who who is that? Y'all might ask. He comes from an anime called Soul Eater, but it's not the one that most people are, are accustomed to. It's actually Soul Eater, not weird. I know it's a prequel to the original anime manga Soul Eater. All right. And if you're looking on the picture, and it's Keelik Lunge, I guess. Yeah, you. Wrote, yeah, it yeah, doesn't. So it's it's the two same. Websites have yeah, it. It's two the same guy. Same characters. Two different names. Right. From. So, what? And I'm I'm gonna give you a little little bit of backstory. So those that don't really know or don't follow the anime or mangas that well, this is what we're here for too. So he is a type one and type two utility meister, pot meister. Now, 
a popmeister <coughs> is able to resonate with the multiple types of demon weapons in a web- mm-hmm. wavelength. Now, if y'all don't know what meister is, a meister is a real term. It's German for master. It's another word mm-hmm. for master. So in this show, these people have the ability to soul resonate or get on a wavelength with their weapons. The weapons are humans, and they turn into, and they use their humans as weapons. So he's able to use two weapons at, at simultaneously. The only other character that's really big able to do that is Death the Kid. And he, his weapons that he uses, the, the pots, which are these big gauntlets on his arms, are fire and thunder. Mm-hmm. His abilities, I just want to give a little bit. His abil- abilities are the triple F. He engulfs his right fist in fire, then attacks the opponent with a straight punch. Now, another ability is lightning flash. He launches himself in the air, then unleashes a powerful vertical strike, conducting with the pot of thunder in his left hand, simultaneously chopping and shocking the opponent. Now, the double T. Don't get any sexual windows about this. The double T. Khalid <laughs> uh, charges a pot of thunder, worn the weapon on his left hand with electricity. Upon leaping, he charges a trajectory in the air. Here we go. Here we go. Upon landing, he smashes and it's charges thunder upon the ground, making a radical, uh, radical attack that sends shockwaves and electrical crashes through the ground, electrocuting any enemy it touches. His physical fitness, he's very athletic, mm-hmm. having the second fastest running time in the DWMA's history right after Blackstar. Now, those that watch the anime knew, know or re- read the manga know who Blackstar is. Blackstar mm-hmm. is this, I guess this Naruto-esque type character. He's kind of annoying like Naruto and really bitchy and whiny at times, but he always he strives to be the best. Blackstar always wants to be the best at anything. So and he, he's a really dope character, but he's also one of the top, top uh, characters in the, the manga and he still hasn't really gone to his abilities, how high his abilities can go. So w- with that intel, that's actually really, really fast, having that speed. <clears throat> he also has impressive reflexes and adapts hand-to-hand combat to the point that the Insight Artifact Soldier, which is a character in the thing, mm-hmm. who specializes in predicting the opponent's next 20 moves, is unable to find a way around the mo- of this guy's moves. So that is that's a tough dude right there. It now is. the only reason why I'm saying that I can put him toe to toe with with um, Afro mm-hmm. is mainly because of that his his speed and his agility. Mm-hmm. Now if we take away and take the pots off, the guy is still able to do really good hand to hand combat. Mm-hmm. He doesn't need the pots; it's just the fact that his soul resonates with that. And to be able to dodge somebody that has that, I mean, Afro has incredible, incredible speed. Mm-hmm. And not to mention, he just doesn't give up, and he's going to keep hunt- hunting. Coming. But the fact that this dude can can outdo somebody, or ha- gives somebody that can, who usually can guess twenty steps ahead of somebody, yeah. and can't even figure this guy out. That's why I think Afro would have a massive hard time. And what he's only but, he's only but thirteen. The, but that's the but that's the he's thing, only though, thirteen. Too. You got to think. You're talking Afro Samurai. He's a grown ass man versus a 13 year old <laughs> with some But here's pots. the thing: is with, with, with some pots, with some pots, thunder he, and lightning. When he, <laughs> he gets that sword, I've seen I've seen Afro 
chop through eight guys with one sword. But you got to be able to catch this man. It don't make a difference. You got to be seen, able to catch him. I see. He fought the dude. Him. What's his name? What's his name? They, he, when he killed his father. Uh, let me see. Going back. Y'all know who? Y'all know who killed Afro's father? Chime in. Uh, the, it, but yeah. Because uh, I totally forgot his name too. Man, it's been so long. Father, the owner, number one. But again, Rakatora. Let me let me Rukator, just let me just Rukator. say this: with all the stuff that I'm saying, and and I know people are going to I know people are going to pick Afro because of popularity. But I'm going down and telling you what this dude can do. This dude is serious. I didn't really understand this guy until I started reading mm. more about him. This dude is fucking serious. Mm. And the only other person I would even see. At one point, I was gonna do would have been would have been Mugen, and everybody mm. knows who Mugen is. If mm. y'all don't know who Mugen is, y'all need to be checking out Samurai Champloo. Mm. And but again, I, I was I was yeah, well, Mugen's darker, but he's just a darker Asian. Might, uh, that's that's pretty much it. But I was looking for a good character that would be able to suffice Afro Samurai. And I'm, oh, okay, I could have gone with the Blue Shroud, but this dude is nasty. It's just to me that Afro Samurai, in terms of fighting people that have abilities, he's fought in people, and that's what his irony of the character is. He's fought in everyone that had any type of ability, had you any type come of up skill level, different weaponry. He ain't come up with this. Yeah, but I've seen him. I've the seen man him has be been successful. able to. Look, my man has dodged. A bullet and an RPG. Yeah, well, Afro has cut a bullet in half but, and dodged an RPG. No, let me tell y'all something. <laughs> and he's a regular man. <laughs> he doesn't have any pots, no extra powers. <laughs> like, he's got one sword, and he can do all this. this like, man's talking about his pots. <laughs> it is what it is. If he knocks them pots off, it's a wrap. Talk about these pots. It's a wrap. No, man, that ain't true. I think the fact in that all he can battle, with, he's a soul resonator. He would, he, would, he would fight for a little bit, and he would try to do something, overthink yeah. it, and yeah. Afro, Afro would cough him, uh, you know, what? catch him off guard, and that sword would come across, mm. just like he ends up most of them. <laughs> and you see him drop. Afro gonna get that ass beat. Them pots would come off. Y'all later. Y'all. <laughs> little dread shit locks would come out. <laughs> Yo, look, look, let me. Look. Y'all just let us know. Y'all let us know who y'all think yeah. would win yeah, in a, a battle. Good. After all the stuff that we said, I know we're keeping. We like to keep this a little short and, and playful, but mm. after what we said. Do Just you, research it yourself. Yeah, I mean, y'all, yeah, yeah. y'all got the internet. Y'all can do it, do it yourself. Afro Samurai mm-hmm. versus, I'm, I'm hopefully I'm pronouncing this name right, which I do believe. Ki, uh, Kaliki, Kalike? Is it Kalike? Kalike Rung. I think it's Kalike. I think it's Kalike. Kalik. Is it Kalik Rung? Why do I want to say Kalike? Kalik. Kalik Rung. Kalik Rung from Soul Eater. Not. <laughs> I don't know why mm-hmm. I pause like that all the time on that. But yeah, Kalik Rung. Rung. From Soul Eater versus Afro Samurai from Afro Samurai. So check it out. <laughs> if my headphones fall check off. Check it out. <laughs> uh, you know, make you know, make your decision and leave a comment. Leave a comment Please and a you comment. know, and see and let us know what you think. Like what you think and why. So, um, but that's that's what we have for the clash. Yeah. Um, we're gonna wrap up the show oh, yeah, with we're, uh, we're our last. Up. Four pieces, right? Yeah, man, we're coming to the end. So, so read, watch, and read, watch, listen, and know our last kind of closing comments for things that we want you guys to kind of pay attention to, you know, in different avenues. Uh, So, we're gonna go down the list. I'm gonna go with my read, watch, listen, and know, and then Ty, and then we'll have our closing comments. Um, So, my read for this week is Batman number ten. Batman number ten. Obviously, everyone knows if you knew if you do know me well enough, you know that Batman is my favorite comic book character but now that they have the new uh change and rebirth of uh dc um 
uh, The Dark Knight, obviously, um, number 10, is a very, very, I guess, uh, historic moment with the character. It's a new one that's out. It's it's sold for uh, $2.99. You can either download it or go to your local comic book store and, and uh, get it. But basically, um, the synopsis of this one is called I Am Suicide Part 2. Batman now has his team. But are they ready for the most dangerous mission of their lives? As the Dark Knight prepares for his squad to infiltrate Santa Prisca, uh, he may find that he's up he he is up to him alone to face Bane. So Bane, if no one knows, or if you do know Batman's history, Bane, whether it's new or old, Bane is probably one of Batman's worst enemies because he's actually one of the characters that actually injured him uh, almost critically to the point where he uh, broke his back, um, changed the whole uh, mythology of the character. Um, but Batman number ten is my read. Definitely go check it out. Um, if you are DC can DC fan or or uh, uh, just a comic book fan in general. Hell, even if you're Marvel, everybody yeah. respects. Yeah, the everyone Batman. likes Batman. Everybody so. respects Batman. Fuck that bullshit. Yeah, let's let's just be honest. Uh, look at, oh, it looks like our Facebook is going down. It's trying to reconnect. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for those that are trying to watch yeah. it. So yeah. Um, so the, the watch for me is, uh, Shameless. I started watching Shameless maybe a month ago. Um, it's something that, uh, me and the wife, we like to watch different series and Shameless is a series right now. Guaranteed, definitely go watch. It has an 8.7 on IMDb, um, over a hundred thousand views or a hundred thousand votes. Um, it's a show starring, uh, William H. Macy, Emma Rusum, um, uh, some several other actors, that, but uh, it basically surrounds a family uh, that has every possible problem um, that they can deal with drugs, uh, sex, um, different things that are going on with the kids, the father that is an alcoholic. So different things that deal with a uh, family. Um, it's very realistic. We're back! Cinematography. <laughs> Sorry to cut you off. <laughs> uh, visually, it's a very uh, well-designed film. So from filmmaker's perspective, I think that it's a great show. It's on its seventh season. Um, so check out Shameless. You know that's a remake. Yeah. Yeah, like from a British, yeah it's like a uh, British, British Shameless. Yeah. Um, so the next thing, uh, listen. So uh, my listen for this week is uh, Solange. I heard a lot of uh, good reviews about this album i listened to a couple songs definitely a good uh and definitely shout out Solange for uh sticking with her career um her new album is called a seat at the table or seat at the table um solange uh definitely is still uh hanging in there in terms of being an artist and i like the fact that she stayed true to who she was um she definitely has her own sound um and she's kind of coming out of like that beyonce type of shadow type of feel so uh definitely shout out to solange and if you're interested in that type of kind of neo soul r&b type of feel um check out her album uh, definitely good pick um and then my last thing to know um try to research twixter it's a uh site that you can basically do a lot of editing predominantly slow motion editing for filmmakers that don't may not know how to edit with any software that's uh, more mainstream um so check out uh, twixter you can go on their site um it's a revision fx.com um, to check out different things that they do with uh, slow motion, um, image capture, and things like that. And that's what I have for my read, watch, listen, and know. Um, that was interesting. There's a lot of good stuff there. Mm -hmm. <coughs> well, I try. My read research is Things Fall Apart. Great okay. book. It's by, I'm going to botch his name up so bad. I apologize. Chinua. Yeah, it's already messed Akibe. up. Akibe. Akibe. 
I'm going to spell it for y'all. C-H-I-N-U-A. A-C-H-E-B-E. I want to let y'all know, first of all, <clears throat> Things Fall Apart is one of my all-time favorite books. I read this book a while ago, and I want to get I, I want to do it justice and get the proper description for you. It's so I can let y'all know exactly what, what it's about. Things Fall Apart is a post-colonial novel written by a Nigerian author, as I just said, Chinua Akabe. <laughs> I probably messed it up again. It is seen as the archetype modern African novel in English, one of the first to receive a global critical acclaim. Now, the, the plot of it is in the 1890s highlights the, the flight between colonism and traditional socialists. The protagonist, I'm just going to spell it because I'm garbage with these names right now. <laughs> I'd rather be honest with y'all than trying something. Okay, O N K W O. You know how to say that? No, I don't. Exactly. <laughs> Understand this. I don't. I'm not gonna go yeah, through like, a whole like a, a, a huge plot, but what what the story is is this man and his colony and his and his people. It's it's the point of trying to. It's a, I guess I want to say coming to age type thing. Okay. He he is. Top of echelon type warrior person, all right? Mm -hmm. And it's at the point where the settlers, the white settlers come into Africa and trying to do this whole colonizing of Africa mm -hmm. and taking people away in, in their villages and stuff like that. And there's a, I'm, I know I'm doing this totally non-justice because I was, I was ill-prepared to, I didn't want to read the back constantly. You can Google the book. I'm mm -hmm. going to be honest with you. You can just Google the book and it'll go in even more detail with you. I know this is probably the worst thing to do. <laughs> it's like, but, <laughs> but it's just, a, go, just go read go, the book. Just, just, just go, look, just, just read the damn and, book. And, and when I say you. this book is good, it's it's phenomenal. Phenomenal. I don't tell you why. Just, it's, just go read it, the book. It really is a good book because it does deal with things that growing up and listening into the history class of of what happened with settlers coming in there, changing, slowly changing these people's way of thinking and mm -hmm. how they need to adapt and how they should adapt and when you were looked as a king and you turn your back on your village mm -hmm. and what that does to your people and how people are looking at you it really does resonate and it re it resonates with me and it, re it should resonate with a lot of African mm -hmm. people and just reading even though it's fictional but there's a lot of tribal stuff that, that are in there that isn't and you can read into the history of how things changed. Okay, just read the damn book. I know I botched up what it's about and all that stuff like that. But go it's read things. Just go read Things Fall Apart. When I say it's a phenomenal book, it's a phenomenal book. Yeah. You, It's a page turner. You will sit there and just be engulfed in these characters. God, I'm... Anyway. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on to the watch. Which I do Are know. You're only on watch? <laughs> Michiko and Hachin. It's an, I'm sticking I don't know why <laughs> you keep choosing people. <laughs> Cannot I'm, pronounce that's the how name. You pro but that's how you pronounce it. That's how you how pronounce it. How do you pronounce it? it? What is it? Michiko and Hachin. Michiko and Hachin. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's okay. a. It, I'm sticking on the anime theme since we were doing some anime. Mm -hmm. Michiko and Hachin is about escaped convict Michiko. May look nice, but she is deadly dis, uh, disrespectful to officers, and she's trying to track down this little girl. Okay. All right. And when she does find her, she's also end up looking for this man that's her father. It's a really cool, dope story because it's two 
polar, polar opposite people mm-hmm. and th- their interactions with each other and how even though they're total total polar opposites, they mm-hmm. also complement one another. And they need each other in a, in a way that they didn't think they needed. Mm-hmm. And so th- the art style reminds me of Fooly Cooly a little bit. I don't know if, anybody, if y'all have seen that, which is a great, great freaking anime, Fooly Cooly. Mm-hmm. And I love how they do that. And the, the characters, the voice acting is really hilarious and all that stuff like that. That's what I'm telling y'all to watch is Michiko and Hachin. And another to listen is a podcast that I I really do like. It's called Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson, Mm. which if you into the science and space stuff, this is a really, really good podcast for you because he he has guests that that go in and talk about the universe and stars and planets and a bunch of science-y nerdy stuff, which is really cool at times. But I I think... think it's one of the best podcasts out there for that and, and neil uh degrasse tyson is just a, this is the shit the way he comes off he's one of the coolest smartest dudes i mean you had bill nye when growing up but yeah. neil everybody like but every, neil, everybody knows but bill yeah nye. but neil is the shit he is absolutely the shit i love listening i love listening to him talk neil and the way he's so sounds, elegant sounds like a genius he, he, neil I mean, neil how do you not? How can you not be smart with the name Neil? But every it, Neil, every Neil that I know has been a genius. But it's also his Neil. his name Neil. It's like your DeGrasse. parents know you're going to be smart. Neil. Neil deGrasse Tyson. <laughs> Man knocking over Neil. comics and shit. Neil. Neil, you're going to be smart. But no, <laughs> dude is massively smart, and I love listening to him. Again, I can listen to him all day and just learn from him. Awesome. That is Star Talk with Neil deGrasse Tyson podcast. Listen to that shit. What to know, what to know, what to know. Because N7 wasn't too long ago, even though I watched today's date. But <laughs> Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, no, but going back to that, but going seven, back to what you been called, uh, uh, Neil, yeah, he is, I've seen him before. He's going to cut I, me off yeah, like he's that? he's great. No, I, no I'm just, I'm just re- reintroducing the character, as you said. Neil. He's not a character. He's a he's human a being. He's a definite He's character. a real man. He's a definite <laughs> I'm character. a real boy. He was... <laughs> If you don't know, he I'm actually uploading the whole thing with Bill Nine right now. That's great. Anyway. Um but anyway. Moving on. So the no, what y'all should know for today is the Andromeda Galaxy. I'm sticking with this whole little Mass Effect oh, theme. What you need to know about the Andromeda Galaxy is at two point three million. That is million two point three million light years. The Andromeda Galaxy is the closest spiral galaxy to our Milky Way, and the most distant thing you can see. With Everyone your own knows eye. that. No. Everyone knows that. But nobody knows that you can see with your own eye. You can go outside on a clear day and actually see it with your own eye. So nobody, I knew that. you didn't know shit. <laughs> Barely know how to wipe your ass. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but again, that's what to know is the Andromeda Galaxy. If you again, I'm going to repeat this because I got cut off by this dick. The Andromeda Galaxy, 2.3 million light years. The Andromeda Galaxy is the closest spiral galaxy to our Milky Way. And the most distant thing you can see with your eye. Oh, here's another fun fact about this Andromeda. In about 30 billion years, Mm -hmm. that some bitch is going to collide with us. Yep. Yep. I'm not going to be around. (laughs) Deuces. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I don't think anyone is going to be around at that time. That's, a, that's another discussion. What are you talking that's about? Space discussion. is going to be around. Nah, nah. Space is going to be around. I don't think we're going to be here as a, as a species. I think we're going to be out of here. You're going to be like, you know what? We're done with this Fuck place. Fuck that. We'll be on Mars. We're out of here because we're going to know. It's, but time, anyway, it's time to be out. But again, that's a, that's what to read, watch, learn, and know, or listen <laughs> learn, listen and know from Harold Bridgeworth and Ty Stone. Mm-hmm. And I guess this is where we come to our closing statements. Closing statements. Hit them off. So uh, definitely, um, I don't want to go too far into uh, uh, politics or anything like that. But as of right now, I definitely know that some, there's depending on who uh, you voted for, uh, there are going to be some changes that are going to be happening. Just stay positive with everything that's going on. Do uh, continue to keep working hard. Um, it doesn't really make a difference in uh, you know what's what's uh, what your ultimate goal is for you. You're going to have to deal with uh, positive and negatives no matter you know, who's in office. So I know a lot of people are concerned. Um, keep your head up. Keep thinking positive and keep pushing Tomorrow. forward. Um, also, besides that, I'd like to uh, give a shout out to a couple of people that actually made some comments on our um, Instagram page. Oh, uh, really? And uh, <laughs> majority of them, <laughs> looking at the statistics... Uh, majority of them uh, said, uh, going back to a clash, that um, Afro was definitely going to win this. Yo, and fuck those so people you bought. Shout, <laughs> <laughs> shout out to uh, Hughes Art. Uh, definitely good, uh, a, a good dude. Check out his art page. Art page is awesome, outstanding. He does uh, hand uh, ink work, inking, um, definitely comic book related stuff. So check out his uh, page on Instagram. Also, what up, what up, what up? Um, Rampage underscore white. Rampage! Uh, definitely shout out to Rampage <laughs> underscore white. Uh, he said, ooh, this is a good one, but uh, Afro uh, would ultimately Yo, win. Rampage, you know what? Uh, this is what you're so, going to sound like now. So, Rampage. <laughs> <laughs> uh, also, uh, Artisan, Artisan Music um, uh, definitely said the same thing. He said, oh, I don't like, or what do you say, um, I never heard of the guy on the right. Where is it? Where is he from? So that's also another reason why we do this podcast is to let people know about different characters. So I think that that was a good thing. Um, he definitely said he's gonna, you know, look it up, and that exposes more people to different characters. So shout out uh, artist, art, artisan music, um, and that's what I have for those who reached out. Um, shout out to the family. Definitely uh, much love, and that's what I got. Closing argument or argument statement. <laughs> Closing <laughs> argument. <laughs> Debate, mo. <laughs> I guess my closing statement. Arguments. My closing argument slash statements <laughs> is. <laughs> yeah, no, for real. I, I just enjoy doing this, man. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy being around you. I enjoy being around uh, Space Odyssey, who's helping us get mm-hmm. this thing going. Mm-hmm. That's Brendan Linehan for you guys. And. My close, I mean, really big on this is that I just enjoy this, and I and I'm glad getting the feedback with the people that that are around the the world mm-hmm. that we might tinker in and and do. There's people that that are liking our our videos that mm-hmm. we post before we go live, and there's people that are interested in just like the gentleman that that didn't know the character that I picked. Yeah. Which is amazing yep. because that's the, that's the way you get to learn characters that people don't know. Because we're so used to always seeing mainstream people, mm-hmm. and you realize it's a bigger world than Batman right, and Superman. Superman yep. It's a massive, massive world. There are icons, yes, but there are people that are bigger. Just like there's other people than Will Smith and, mm-hmm. and Denzel Washington. Mm-hmm. 
But and that's what we're here and for is to fill that a, gap. Yeah, that's a, that's a that's one of our points. So, but I I do love this podcast. We're gonna keep coming with it, and want you guys to keep commenting and letting us know what you think of us and and with this podcast and having a good time with it. And y'all just keep going for your dreams. Keep doing what you got to do. Fuck the noise. Put some headphones mm-hmm. on. Keep walking with your head up and do the damn thing. All right? So, you got anything else you got to say? No, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good, too. I'm good. So, once again, this is Bridgeforth and Stone, the podcast where we talk about movies, games, and anything else we damn well please. Coming to you from Baba Tree Studios mm-hmm. in the heart of New Haven, Connecticut, I want to thank Harold Bridgeforth, mm-hmm. the Renaissance man. A.K.A. H. Capture, A.K.A. Big North, A.K.A. Scoop, A.K.A. A.K.A. And I <laughs> fucking A. also want to thank the man behind the curtain, mm-hmm. Space Odyssey, Brendan Linehan, for putting this shit together Space and Odyssey doing himself. all this, the magic that you do with your hands and putting mm-hmm. up the thing, lowering the thing down and with the putting and all that bullshit. I want to thank you, <laughs> nasty summer bitch. Y'all lucky y'all ain't seeing this dude. Anyway, and I really want to give a shout out. And thank every single one of y'all mm-hmm. who are watching us on Facebook, who's going to watch us on YouTube, YouTube yep. who's go- who is following Download us on, on iTunes, iTunes, yep. SoundCloud. Oh, before we go, where can people find you, dude? Uh, at Age Capture everywhere and Google me. Bitch. You like that. <laughs> Google, Google him. Me. <laughs> Google me. And you can find me, Ty Stone, a.k.a. The Elephant in the Room on all social media platforms. You can find me on Instagram at Ty underscore R underscore Stone. So smooth and sweet. You can also find me the same handle on Twitter. And you can find me on Facebook at just Ty Stone. I love your faces. And we're out. Peace. Ha, ha, ha.